0: The self-helpful podcast is brought to you by Ziggler, your premier source for equipping coaches to help leaders and top performers excel professionally and personally. Visit Ziggler.com and let them inspire your true coaching performance. This show is brought to you by Harry's razors. Go to Harry's.com and use the code Ziggler to take $5 off the already ridiculously low price. Of $15 for the complete starter kit that gives you a month of perfect shaving. Harry's bought a razor factory in Germany, literally, that has been crafting some of the world's highest quality blades for almost a century. They cut out the middleman so they could offer an amazing shave at a fraction of the price of drugstore brands. Shipping is free and the blades go from their German factory straight to your door at factory direct prices. Harry's.com. Use the code Ziggler to have a face as smooth as... As Tom Ziegler's in mine,
1: It's built around the concept that you can have everything in life you want if you'll just help enough other people get what they want. Well, remember, you were born to win. But in order to be the winner you were born to be, you got to plan to win, you got to prepare to win, and then and only then can you legitimately expect to win. You see, with integrity, you do the right thing. When you do the right thing, there's no guilt. With integrity, you have nothing to fear because you have nothing to hide. See, folks, failure is an event. It's not a person. Yesterday really did end last night. Today is a brand new day, and it's yours.
0: Friends, welcome to The Ziegler Show. I'm your host, Kevin Miller, and it is my unique privilege to bring today's profound message to you. The Ziggler Show is founded on what Zig Ziglar, the world's most prolific motivator, devoted his life to, inspiring your true performance. You can have the best tools, uh, resources, and even opportunity, but unless you are truly inspired, you'll be hopeful but remain where you are. What is the definition of inspired? Listen to this, to influence or animate with an idea or purpose. Did you hear that? Animate with a purpose. If you want to take action, you have to know and be motivated by true purpose. That's deep, folks, and it is why you are here. Let's dig in and change your world so you can change this world. We need all you've got to offer desperately. Today we're listening to 22 minutes of Zig straight, but it does have a chaser. We'll break it down so you can't help but take action. That's what we do, of course, on The Ziggler Show. Speaking of which, thanks for the continual amazing reviews in iTunes. Even the recent bad review we got. It's the first one in a long time, but hey, that keeps us mortal and believable and flawed and committed to improving. So thank you for that as well. That's the point, right? Improving for all of us. That's why we're here. Hey, today's focus is on Zig's foundational message, building a healthy self-image. This comes, this message today or the clips today come from Zig's ever popular success strategies series. It's a CD and DVD series. It's broken up. Uh, This initial part on building a healthy self-image is broken up into five segments uh, off the first CD. So in show number 357, today is show number 359. So just two back in 357, I gave you the first two segments. Uh, In this one, I'm giving you the third and fourth segment. And in a following show, I'll give you the fifth one. Uh, So today is 22 full minutes of Zig. Over time, I'm going to give you the entire $300 series, Success Strategies series, uh, for free right here on the podcast. Uh, It's a series that right now, as of this recording, you cannot buy because it's in the process of being repackaged. It will be available before I'm finished uh, going through the whole thing, and when it is, I will let you know right away. Um, In the meantime, I'll offer you the essence uh, of the Success Series and more for exactly 25 times that amount of $300. That's right. You can buy the Success Series CDs and tapes uh, soon when they're finished being repackaged for 300 bucks at Ziggler.com. Or this March 2016 in a very different format, live and in person, for 25 times that much. Okay, so why would I frame it that way? Well, I mean, you can read and watch the best info on fitness in the world, for instance, as an example, absolutely for free. It's all there right now. Isn't that amazing? I mean, in the year 2016, the most evolved, brilliant information on fitness and total wellness is available online at the click of a button. Absolutely free, which means you're in top shape, right? No sickness, illness, or disease, no fat with complete mobility and the strength to do 15 to 20 pull-ups and uh, 50 to 75 push-ups, right? Well, if that's not the case, why? Why? Well, I'll tell you why we both know because you're human as am I, we all need help having the information and knowledge out there is not generally enough, Uh, which is why we join health clubs and hire personal trainers and join group activities to help us actually understand and follow through and be accountable and do the work and be with other people like us who want and desire and expect and are taking the steps to achieve more and inspire us. I mean, it's, it's priceless, right? Well, this March, you can attend the Ziegler Legacy Certification Course. You spend five full days with Tom Ziegler, the Ziegler family and team, special guests, and 24 other aspiring achievers. People just like you and me who are not superhuman, just regular people who believe what Zig says, who believe they're capable and called to more. So go to Ziggler Just check it out. Inquire, consider it. That's your biggest risk. Literally merely considering what could be possible. Well, Hey, so now consider what Zig has to say in these coming clips right here. Okay. I want you to strap yourself in. This is 22 minutes straight of Zig. Okay. You ready? Set. Here you go. And I'll join you afterwards to break it down and make it
1: stick. You got to be the right kind of person. You got to do the right things in order to have all that life has to offer. Now, what is that? A reasonable amount, even a large amount of the things that money will buy. Now, money is not the most important thing in life, but it is reasonably close to oxygen. Uh, I mean, the reality is, uh, when when you need it, there just aren't that many substitutes. I like the things that money buys. I like to wear nice clothes, live in a nice house, drive a nice car, take that red head of mine on nice trips. I I like to play golf at the country club, and every one of those things costs money. But I love the things that money won't buy. See, it, it bought me a really nice house as a. Matter of fact, it bought me two nice houses, but it won't buy me a home. It'll buy me a companion, but it won't buy me a friend. It'll buy me a bed, but it won't buy me a good night's sleep. It'll buy me a good time, but it won't buy me peace of mind. And you see, those are the things that ultimately are the most important things in life. And it's the thing that everybody really wants if you get right down to the nitty gritty of it. See, you can get just about everything on this earth that money will buy without any character. But you can't get any of the things that money won't buy without that character. That's the reason we'll deal a lot with the foundational qualities. And how do you go about getting all of those things? Well, you're probably going to need a new pair of glasses to get them all. A number of years ago, my arms suddenly grew shorter. And uh, as a result, I had to go see my friend, Bob Vodvarker, who was my optometrist at that time, for examining me for the new uh, bifocals. Well, he did the examination, uh, said, see me next Thursday. In those days, you couldn't get them in an hour. See me next Thursday, and I'll have them ready. Well, the next Thursday, I walked in, and he put the new glasses on me, and he did a couple of adjustments. He said, well, how do they feel? I said, well, they feel good. He said, well, they look good. You're on your way. Well, I was only about 15 feet from the front door. And as I stepped out the front door, you know how you do. I kind of adjusted my glasses and I headed for my car. And as I was uh, walking out there, I think everybody knows what I was doing. Man, you're talking about a high-stepping dude. I was in a high-stepping dude. And, of course, I didn't realize that until I drew abreast of the car. And there I was, my right leg up about three feet. And I saw the reflection in the window. Now realizing how utterly ridiculous I must have looked, I couldn't help but I just laughed out loud. I mean, that was the funniest thing that happened to me. And then I got serious. Because for the first time in my career, I realized the business I'm in. You see, I'm an optometrist. And what I do is I fit people with new glasses. I got you a pair tonight. Now, they're not rose-colored glasses, but they certainly are not woes colored glasses. These are vision glasses. They're going to let you see things that have been there all the time, but you've never seen them before. Just like what was under the ground outside of Beaumont, Texas, as far as that oil is concerned. These glasses will let you see into the future. And as we get into the goal session that we're going to be doing a little bit later, you will see how you develop the plan of action to get there. But you need these vision glasses in order to get there. But these glasses are remarkable in another sense, inasmuch as they also are magnifying glasses. When you turn them around, they penetrate right into your very soul. They let you have a good look at you. And when you get a good look at you, you're going to like what you see because, you see, man was designed for accomplishment. He's engineered for success. He's endowed "...with the seeds of greatness." And we're going to take that look at you in a big way. Now, when I talk about a healthy self-image, I'm not talking about a super-inflated, I am the greatest uh, kind of an individual. You know, that's, uh, that's vanity. That's ego. What I am talking about, though, is a good, healthy pride. Now, there are a lot of people who mistakenly believe that man's fall came because of Pride. Not so. It was vanity. Honest, legitimate pride is a very positive word. Could anything possibly be wrong with a parent saying, son, I am proud of the job you did? Would it be wrong for a teacher to say to her student there, you know, sweetheart, I am so proud of the job you are doing? Or an employer, Proud or pride is a very positive word. I'm proud of the steps that you took. Well, where do you get started? Uh, what's your background got to be for all of this? Who can accomplish all these objectives? Well, James Usher was born in Pontotoc, Mississippi. He's an African-American lad. He was born in a barn and it wasn't a very nice barn. I've seen the pictures of it. He was the seventh of seven brothers His dad was murdered with James holding on to his legs. When he was twelve years old his mother died in his arms of cancer after a lingering illness. The last words she said to James, whom she called Jimmy Lee, thirteen words that impacted his life in a dramatic way. You my baby, Jimmy Lee. Make something out of yourself make mama proud. Today, James Usher is owning his own company. He speaks around the country. He's a trainer. He provides scholarships for those who are unable to provide it for themselves. A remarkable change because this young man simply said, "Uh, I'm going to do something with my life. Now, the rest of the story is simply this. His brother's When James received three checks from the government upon the death of his mother, his brothers uh, wanted him to cash the checks. He said, absolutely not. They said, why not? He said, well, sooner or later we'll pay for them. They would not even let James, who was 12 years old, move in with them because he wouldn't take the money from the government. For a number of years, several of them were on welfare. Today, James Usher turned to be a very outstanding prophet when he said someday you'll have to pay for it.
0: I'm a foodie and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table. And then I like tasting them and learning the nuances of what creates the most significant tastes from coffee to cheese to distilled beverages. I did a tequila tasting in Mexico and recently bourbon. I feel with beverages, the longer the prep, the better the taste. Being a bottled in bond product means it must pass a list of seven requirements that set the standard for this quality bourbon. So look for it at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely. Thankfully, the days of building a business website, then having this massive endeavor to integrate an online store are gone. Today, Shopify has fixed all that. and buyers with the internet's best converting checkout it's 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms getting people to buy is not that hard at least to the buying point You all know I greatly value and pursue my health and wellness, and I'm always looking for better products and resources. Nutritional supplements are a staple for me, and a must is a probiotic to support my gut health and function. A probiotic is something I've taken each and every day for the long-term cumulative benefits in just two little capsules a day. Taking Seed's DSO-1 Symbiotic and avoiding the foods I know my body is sensitive to has taken me from constant digestive problems to almost none. I trust Seed's clinical trials and breakthrough research that's been published in top scientific journals. You can entrust your gut with Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash drive and use code 25DRIVE to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash drive, code 25DRIVE.
1: The truth is, ladies and gentlemen, is that we become dependent instead of independent. And he preferred independence. Why would he accept something for somebody else when he's capable of providing for himself? He was cutting grass at that time, making over a hundred bucks a week and going to school in the process. Now, what I'm talking about really is the fact that we have a philosophy. We have a young man who four years ago got involved in something that I thought was pretty exciting. He went to work with the Dallas Life Foundation. Now, it took him a year to get started. And by that, I mean he was working with the homeless people he installed this philosophy, strategies for Success, that we are re-recording right now. And the first year, you know, you got to get people in the pipeline. But starting with the second year, a hundred people every year have moved from street, no home, no job, to full-time employment. The concepts work. That's what I'm saying. It's not... Who your parents are It's not what's happened in the past, but it's what you have been able to do. The success of this program uh, has been mentioned on uh, national uh, radio as a model for other organizations. Elizabeth Dole has mentioned the program during some of her public appearances. The National Center for Policy Analysis continues to refer to our training program as an example of how private sector programs are more effective than government-funded programs. How effective is it? When you take 100 people off the street, put them into full-time employment, folks, that is effective. And I don't think I need to tell you, but the individuals who are homeless and on the street, as a general rule, don't think very highly of themselves. They have a horrible self-image. When you change that, you change everything about them. Now, I want to emphasize a point. When I uh, verbalize something or record it or write it, It is only after I validated it psychologically, theologically, and physiologically. Because we are physical and mental, and we are spiritual. I speak with confidence, not because of what comes from me, but because of what comes through me. And there's a dramatic difference in what I'm talking about now. But let's look at you, and let's talk about you very specifically How many of you consider yourself to be honest and at least reasonably intelligent? Can I see your hands, please, all right? How many of you honest, intelligent people, as a general rule, get more work done on the day before you go on vacation than you normally get done in two or three days? Can I see your hands, please, all right? Now, if we can figure out why and learn how and repeat it every day without working any longer or any harder, does it make sense we'd be more valuable to ourselves, our family, our company, and our community? Does that make sense? Answers, yes, I'll help you with the tough ones, okay? (laughs) There's no question about it. All right, now, let me uh, take a look and see uh, why that is you get so much more done. How many of you sat up all night, the night before, the day before vacation, studying your job so you'd be better at it, as versus how many of you spent 30 minutes planning tomorrow so you could use what you already knew more effectively? How many of you did the latter? Can I see your hands, please? All right. In other words, you had the knowledge, the information, everything inside already. Now, it's the question of how are we going to use it. Now, as I go down this list, what I want you to do is I want you to remember one thing, and I'll remind you of this two or three times. Uh, and here's what I'm going to remind you of. I'm now talking to you about you. I'm not talking about Paul, who's not here, or Charlie, who's not here. I'm talking to you about you. So as you look through your notes and all and uh, evaluate some of these things, first of all, you've already said you're honest and at least reasonably intelligent. Now, question, how many of you would like to be more intelligent? Can I see your hands, please? All right. A study done at Georgetown Medical School has revealed that in 100% of the cases, no exception, none, none. When your vocabulary goes up, your IQ goes up. So if you want to be smarter, then all you got to do is work on that vocabulary. Now, in the process, you'll learn a lot of things. Now, the night before, the day before vacation, you got a sheet of paper out or now your laptop. And you said, now, let me see. Tomorrow, I got to do this and this and this and this. How many of you kind of did that? Kind of see your hand. All right. Now, we call that goal setting. Goal setting. Then you got them organized in the order of importance. How many of you did that one? Can I see your hand? All right. Let me encourage you to make one slight change. Make the first thing on the list the most disagreeable thing. For example, if you got to go give Charlie the worst news he could ever receive, and he's number five on the list, and you finish number one in the back of your mind, got to talk to Charlie. You finish number two, got to talk to Charlie. Finish number three, got to talk to Charlie Get him out of there. Deal with the bad one first, like this old boy down home would say. Friend, you know, if you're gonna have to swallow a frog, you just don't want to look at that sucker too long. <laughs> I mean, he, he ain't gonna get no prettier. You can uh, matter of fact, he gonna get uglier. Okay, so in other words, uh, you do that. Now you got it organized. You accepted responsibility. Barbara Touchman, two-time Pulitzer Prize winner, said the number one need in America today are people who will accept responsibility for their performance and what they do with their lives. You demonstrate by the fact that you want to get as much done as possible that you're a caring individual because if you don't do it, somebody else is going to have to do it and you know that's not fair. And then you come under conviction and so you make the commitment, hey, I'm going to do it. You know, some people are about as committed as a kamikaze pilot on his 39th mission. I mean, uh, they they just really don't, uh, don't take it seriously now. Now, why is commitment so important? Let me tell you why it's so important. When you've made a commitment, whether it's to be number one in the nation in sales, or make the team, or the dean's list, or salvage the marriage, whatever it is, when you make the commitment, when you hit the wall, not if, When you hit the wall, your first thought is, how do I solve this? If you haven't made the commitment, your first thought is, how do I get out of this deal? That commitment is so important. You're even optimistic, now that you've got a game plan, that you're going to finish it. You know, I'm as most of you know, I'm an optimist. I'd take my last $2 and buy a money belt with it. I mean, that's my basic structure. But you now are optimistic... Because you know that you've got a good game plan, and the next day you show up, you're not just uh, punctual, you're five, ten minutes early. Then uh, you immediately get busy. You don't, you don't look around and say, well, I wonder what I ought to do now. You've got your plan it's right in front of you. You immediately get busy. Now, this incidentally takes a certain amount of courage. Now, remember, I'm talking to you about you. You're displaying courage because there are going to be some of your buddies that nudge him and say, well, look at that, he's this kind of apple polishing this morning. You watch him now. That's what he's doing. It takes a certain amount of courage. But when you let somebody else row your boat, they're going to take it where they want it to go, not where you want it to go. You're enthusiastic about what you're doing. You're highly motivated, and you're very decisive. When you finish one task, you move to another. Now, let me give you a mathematical fact. How many of you, first with a question, how many of you have ever noticed that, as a general rule, people with nothing to do want to do it with you? Can I, can I see <laughs> your hand? Okay. Now, when, you, uh, when you've got a game plan, how many of you ever had a paper out when you were kids? Can I see your hand? All right. Let me ask you, did you deliver those papers alphabetically or geographically? Okay. As kids, you learned you got to have a game plan. Otherwise, you'd spend three days delivering one morning's route, would you not? All right. Now, on this day before vacation, when you finish the task, you don't run, but you move decisively with purpose to your next objective. You'll discover that people will not stop you when you're moving decisively and with purpose. You will save two minutes here, five minutes there, ten minutes there, fifteen minutes somewhere else. I can absolutely guarantee you, you will save a minimum of one hour a day by this simple process of knowing what your objectives are for that day. An hour a day, that's five hours a week, that's 250 hours a year, that's six full weeks of effort that you can expend to get something that is beneficial to all of you. What you're doing is you're working smarter. You focus on the issue at hand, and you discipline yourself to keep after it until you have finished it. Roughly 200 CEOs of the Fortune 500 companies served time in the military. 26 of our presidents served time in the military. Now, what do they teach in the military? Exactly what you are using on the day before you go on vacation. Commitment, responsibility, promptness, self-starter, decisiveness. You persist, incidentally, until you finish, and then that good old PMA kicks in big time. Positive mental. Attitude, And we're going to talk about that a lot, a whole lot later on. You build momentum. Uh, how many of you folks ever hit a golf ball? Can I see your hands, please? All right. How many of you have noticed that when you start out by sinking a four-foot putt and then a hole later you sink a seven-footer and a hole later you sink a nine-footer and by the time you get to the next one, man alive, that hole looks as big as a wash bucket, doesn't it? Anybody, Why, my goodness, when they enlarge the hole. What's happened to the hole? Nothing. What's happened to your thinking? An awful lot. Same thing on any job of your own. As you build that momentum, your confidence goes up and your competence follows right behind it. You are taking advantage here. You know what? You're taking advantage of the experience that you've had all your life, the training you've had all of your life, the education you've had all of your life. That's what you're taking advantage of here and using on the day before vacation. Your training comes up, your knowledge comes up, and without even realizing it, you are becoming the team player extraordinary. Now, why do I say team player extraordinary? You know, folks, people are not going to believe everything you say, but they're going to believe everything you do, and that's whether they're kids at home or they're on the job, When they see you moving with purpose, then they kind of pick up the slack. Now, they might not pick up the slack like you're doing, but they move a step faster here and a step faster there. You will impact the productivity of the entire company by your own actions that day. Like I say, people will believe everything you do. Let me me get you to empty your hands just for a moment. I'd like to go through a little exercise with you to demonstrate what I'm talking about. Now, what I'm going to do I'm going to say, one, two, three, go. Then I'd just like to get you to slap your hands, okay? One, two, three, go. <laughs> now, when you re-listen to this recording, you'll discover that I slowed it down. I enunciated even more clearly and carefully. I demonstrated exactly what I wanted you to do, and you uh, ignored every single thing <laughs> I said. But you did exactly what I did. On that day before vacation, folks, you establish something that is extraordinarily important. You establish in your mind what you're capable of doing. And once you get a glimpse of your potential uh, That's, folks, when passion is born. And when passion is born, that's when performance takes monumental leaps forward. You turn out to be a very loyal person to the company without even thinking about it. You're loyal to what you're uh, committed. You're communicating what you're doing. You're using wisdom uh, in this process, and your energy level at the end of the day, despite the fact you've got more than twice as much done, your energy level is running off the board. You can't wait to get home. Matter of fact, all the way home you're talking to yourself, man alive, I can't wait to get home. I I think we'll just pack up and go home, go on our vacation tonight. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? You know when you're most exhausted? When you tried to fool the boss all day long. <laughs> or if you are the boss, you've tried to fool the troops all day long, you know. <laughs> and you say, Man, I don't know if I can handle this anymore. This is too tough for me. All right. Now, your self image, you feel so good about yourself. And you're working with integrity, folks. Every one of these qualities are your qualities. These are qualities that you have used on your day before. Vacation. That's what you're doing right there. They're yours, every one of them. Now, the good news is this every one of those qualities are skills. Every one of them. That's extraordinarily important. Now, let me tell you why it's important. When there are skills you understand, you can learn them and you can teach them. And anything that can be learned or taught is a skill. These qualities would make you a better husband, a better wife, a better parent, a better teacher, a better student, a better person. And they're yours. And you're using them all the time.
0: Well, I hope you were as thoroughly impacted as I was to hear so much classic Zig from stage. So as we do here on The Zigler Show, let's break the message down so we can act on it. Because, I mean, you're not here to be simply inspired, right? You're here to aspire and take action. And to do so, we have to remove the real and perceived obstacles. So let's do that. Uh, Hey, real quick, one obstacle that we can remove is again, call out to Harry's Razors, one of the Ziggler Show's top sponsors for this entire year and supporters. I mean, what obstacle does Harry's remove? Well, it's your unwanted hair and the reduction of your bank account. I mean, you can get five bucks off the only $15 kit now at harrys.com just use the code ziggler well here's a quick story on harry's they were sparked harry's was sparked by a personal experience of andy one of their founders this is a story he said i went to a drugstore i waited 10 minutes for someone to unlock the case where the razors were held Bought a four pack of blades and some shaving cream. It wasn't the best purchase experience to say the least. And then I walked out, looked into the bag and had a receipt for over 25 bucks with products and brands that really did not speak to me as a consumer. I just felt like there had to be a better way. So Harry's was founded just two years ago and is already significantly disrupting the shaving industry, offering a better shaving experience at a better value than the giants like Shtick and Gillette. The company makes amazing German engineered blades and they care so much about the quality of the shave that they purchased this 93 year old German factory that makes these products. So Jeff, another co-founder also co-founded the eyewear brand Warby Parker. Both companies are committed to disrupting old, slow moving, inefficient industries. So Harry's emphasizes great design, meticulous craftsmanship, amazing value, and highly personal and dedicated customer service for a completely better shaving experience. So get started now again, Ziggler folks, by going to harrys.com to get your kit and use the code Ziggler. It will take five bucks right off the top of an already incredibly inexpensive and awesome product. Use promo code Kevin, airdoctorpro.com, promo code Kevin. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. So my book and this podcast are named What Drives You. And what drives us to great things is our own values, our known values. When we go astray, it's because we've lost sight of our values. Therapy is key for helping you clarify what matters most to you so you can do more of it. I was late to taking advantage of therapy. It was only for crisis, but now myself and most of the rock stars I have on my show get therapy regularly. For most people, the main hurdle is starting therapy. All right, so in these clips, Zig leads off with, right off the bat, you got to be the right person. You got to do the right things in order to have all that life has to offer. Let's stop right there. Folks, Zig is, he's the optimist's optimist. You know, he believes you really do want all that life has to offer. I got to admit, I am not quite as optimistic. I'm afraid a lot of people in our culture today have settled. I mean, they want as much as they can reasonably get, but they aren't shooting hard for a lot more. They no longer expect to have all the good things that life and their creator have to offer. They're looking at just enough to be reasonably comfortable and they do not want to risk losing that. However, many of these people also feel something is missing. Something is lacking. And for that, they feel guilty. Can you relate to that at all? I mean, right. You should be happy with what you have. Count your blessings. Well, you know what? Gosh, of course I agree. I mean, you should have contentment. We should, I should have contentment and peace with what I have right now. Uh, And I do, I I strive to, but should we, here's the question. Should we be satisfied and just coast and maintain, right? Be comfortable and, and keep our own butts clean. I mean, in the Bible, in Matthew 25, verses 14 through 30, we have one of the most well-known parables from Jesus. It is the parable of the talents. Go read it if you aren't aware of that one. But in it, a man was given five talents to keep for his employer. Okay. So let's think of that as, let's think of that as $5,000. All right. The man took it, he invested it and doubled it to 10,000 bucks. Another servant, the, the owner gave two talents. Think of it as two grand. He also doubled it. The last servant, he gave one talent. This one hid it to ensure he could return that one talent back. The employer applauded the first two men who had doubled those talents and said, I will give you even more. And he harshly admonished the last one. Well, so what's the point? Well, I think there's actually two. One is to be honest with yourself about how many talents you believe God in heaven gave you. Five, two, one. If you believe you were only given one talent, then that right there, folks, this is your stopping point for today's show. That right there is the priority issue for your life to figure out why you believe you got the shaft and seek to know that you are living under a great lie that will keep you down for life. You've got to rise above this. Anything else is going to be a moot point. All right. That's a big deal right there. Lesson number two in this, uh, the talents. So let's, again, expand upon this literal word of talents and add, uh, let's, let's make it literally your talents, abilities, skills, experience, insights, understanding, smarts, gifts, and more. So whatever all you have, you are called to multiply them. I just literally 30 minutes ago. Had a brief meeting with a business partner talking about that. I said, hey, there's great opportunity. We're involved in a a medical arena with some things. The opportunity from a business standpoint is is dramatic. It'll probably be the biggest thing I've ever done. It will be. But um, more than that, it's a solution to a problem that's out in the culture that people need Brings me back to Zig's quote about if you have a product or service that can help people, it is your moral obligation to sell it. It's great if you make a lot of money, but it's your moral obligation to go provide that solution to a problem. And that's what it is. But, but think about that. So whatever you have, the, it, it, but again, with my partner, I was talking about, you, he has some talents that we need, to, we need to expand upon. And when you have those, then there's never any coasting, right? Never any, how could there be settling and just saying, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm good. It's not for you. Those talents aren't just for you. Got to be given out. So when Zig talks about, go back to his quote, being the right person, doing the right things in order to have all that life has to offer, if that doesn't grab you, having all life has to offer, then insert in order to responsibly multiply what you have been given. You've been given much, so you can give much. And that requires multiplying and grow growing and increasing those talents. Wow. That was a, that was a lot right there. And and that's literally only five seconds into Zig's message. Okay. The rest of it won't take that much. I mean, that we could, we could, if we could get that foundation right there, nailed folks, if we can get just what we talked about right there, if we can get that nailed down, if you can get that nailed down, if I can get that nailed down, the rest is easy sailing, right? Easy to understand and apply all this other stuff, this, these self-helps and these steps to whatever we can, we can apply those easily. If we have that foundation, Of understanding what talents we have within us, understanding those, standing on those, and being at peace with those and with our responsibility as to what to do with them. Without that, without that foundation, we are out at sea with no sail and no wind. And that's where a lot of folks are and they consume and consume and consume information, but it's not going to get them anywhere until they deal with what we're talking about right here, self-image and our own self-purpose. Let's hit money here. Zig is so artful at showcasing what money can and can't buy, but you notice he doesn't leave room to have just one or the other when he talks about money can buy a house, but not a home. We understand that, but it's awfully hard to make a loving, nourishing home if you can't afford the walls of a house to create it within. We need both, and there's where he does give great credence to money as well, but not In and of itself. Zig says then, you can get just about everything on this earth that money can buy without character, but you can't get any of the things money won't buy without that character. I mean, this is his foundational message. He then goes on to tell the story of getting new bifocals. And from that experience, he realized the profession that he was in, his calling, it was to help people get a new vision, to be able to see what has always been there but you, they've never been able to see it. And he says, man was his classic three phrases here. Man was designed for accomplishment. He's engineered for success. He's endowed with the seeds of greatness. That's mankind, womankind. But I want us to focus here for a second, folks. I think that often when people hear a message like this, it's not really believable. It doesn't really settle in because it gives you that idea that if If you merely get a new perspective on yourself, right? You wake up tomorrow with a new perspective, a healthy self-image that you're going to go from ordinary to extraordinary immediately. You know, like the movies that we all love, especially those superhero movies where a regular person gets caught on some crazy machine or or, or in a crazy machine or some chemical reaction. They wake up the next morning, a literal superhero. And and you know what? That's right. It's not going to happen. You are not going to go change your perspective and be a superhuman person tomorrow. That's, that's not realistic. When you get your paradigm shifted to understand the reality of your potential, it will just be that potential. It's that seeds of greatness that we're talking about. If you have the seeds of greatness in you to be extraordinary in some area, they are just that seeds. You must now go through the hard work of growing them but you can't grow them till you believe they exist. That's why with all of Zig's great teaching and leadership and guidance in areas of business and sales and things like that, where he always came back to was the person, the seeds, because he realized that so many people they're hearing this, they nod their heads, they laugh, they get inspired, but until they actually believe that they have those seeds in them, it is all again moot. So we are here, realizing, believing that those seeds are in us. And then we have to take and cultivate those seeds for them to grow into anything of worth. You know, one of my favorite movies is called Invincible. I think it was made by Disney based on, the true, based on a true story of a guy named Vince Papale. Uh, he was a good athlete, but he didn't even play football in college. He became a school teacher, but he did keep up his athletic abilities. He ultimately made it into the Philadelphia Eagles pro football team. So he's got high paid players, right? This is the NFL, high paid players who devoted their lives to the sport through high school and college. They had the best coaches and trainers to get them where they are. And so for him to make the team, this regular guy who's now a teacher did not even play college ball. He had to be better than those with the best breeding and preparation. And he did. He became at age 30, the oldest rookie in the history of the NFL to play without the benefit of college football experience. So he was an overnight success, right? He was superhuman. But he wasn't, I mean, he had discovered some seeds of greatness early on and he continued to grow them. Even though he wasn't in the real playing field, he continued to grow them. We all have that option. But again, it's, it's not just, it's not a mere paradigm shift. It's having that belief, realizing what we have in us. And then we have to cultivate it. We get to cultivate it. But most, so many, unfortunately, folks don't realize what they do have in them and therefore don't grow that, and they live those lives of mediocrity that we, none of us here, are going to do. We are to discover our seeds, then get to the hard work of growing them. I mean, folks, if you get out of high school and college and attempt to truly grow yourself, you'll automatically, right there, be in the top 1% of the world's population. I mean, so very few folks actually work to learn and grow and achieve uh, anything that significant after. Those early years of formal education, man, I mean, I I am 45 years old and I feel like I'm learning more today and accelerating more today than I ever have. And I ever have. And I think it'll be even more so in 20 years from now. Okay. And I'm talking to the 1% right now. It's you, you're here, you're listening, and you're here to take action or about to, right? So Zig talks next about a healthy self-image in regards to pride and that that's different than a super inflated ego. We, I, I think just as humanity, we're so quick to polarize, uh, you know, to, to be out of balance. It's one or the other. And so over here, you've got the super inflated ego. And then over here, you've got, you've got humility, how we frame that. And it's usually uh, really minimizing ourselves. And that's not it. And he does a great job of, ex, of explaining that. He said, man's fall was not pride, but vanity. Uh, Honest, legitimate pride is a very positive thing, said Zig. I mean, think about it. I'll ask you to think about it from a recipient's standpoint. Do you want a brain or heart surgeon who is confident in their work and would admit readily sitting across the table from you that they are very good at what they do? How about a photographer for your family pictures? A mechanic for your car, especially the one installing the brakes on your loved one's car? How about a babysitter for your children? Do you want somebody who sits there, and is not confident in the service that they are offering? Or do you want somebody not with a super inflated ego, not egotistical, not with vanity, but has a healthy self-image and pride in what they do? You get the point. But what about you and me? How are we walking that out? What, what, What do you, I'll ask, have a healthy, legitimate pride in regarding your abilities and character, something that you know you are good at? I mean, Zig discovered he had a knack or a seed for communication with people. He learned that early on. Uh, if you, if you have not, uh, one of my favorite Zig products is his autobiography folks, And it's great. It really tells you the story of him, but he realized that seed and then he honed it and trained it and honed it and trained it and tested it and refined it. It was one of the, he's probably one he's thought of, he's revered as one of the best presenters of all time. And I would say that like Malcolm Gladwell's book, Outliers, one of the reasons it's because Zig put more time into training that skill than anyone else. He is one of the biggest students of presentation on the planet. And yet people look at him and think he's a superhero and that's the red flag. There are no superheroes. There are people that had some seeds and they grew them. And he grew to, Zig obviously went on uh, to know in himself and to, without an inflated ego, but with an honest pride state that he is a masterful presenter. And that's why he ended up on stage making exorbitant amounts of money uh, for the public, for corporations, but he did it with great humility and we love him for it. Zig briefly touches on the phenomenon of how much work we get done on the last day of work before we go on vacation. This is one of his favorite analogies. And now folks, it's not a perfect analogy. I mean, that day that you are working hard, frantic, running around like a chicken with its head cut off, you surely don't want to do that every day. It wouldn't be healthy. That's not sustainable. But pay attention again to the point that you and I can and must accept that we get to accept on the day before vacation. I mean, you treat things more seriously. You're more focused. You don't waste time. You don't peruse Facebook and get distracted with so many non-essential shiny objects. You're very efficient and effective and purposeful. When you have an objective, when you feel responsible to multiply your talents every day, you will harness all those positive attributes daily. Uh, Whether you are that person today or not. You you probably know somebody who's like that there. You would say they're driven. Why not you? And again, this is not though. Don't, don't negate that or discount it because you're thinking of that, uh, Zig's analogy. Take the, take the meat of it. Okay. When he talks about that last day before vacation, again, you're probably really out of balance and going at a frantic pace that you can't keep up, but look at the qualities that he's talking about. And it is, it's that focus, that efficiency, that responsibility that seriousness, steadfastness, those types of things we would all, we, every one of us has room to do that better on a given day, but then he states, you know, why don't we? And he talks about some of those pieces, even the mere to-do list of, uh, uh, is a, is a setting goals, just making it to do this, just like you do when you're going on vacation. How many of us don't do that in our day-to-day lives with our work endeavors and even family endeavors? You know, it's, it's also hard. I mean, don't, and I, I, I tend to have an ear for the aspects of these messages, these profound messages and where there's a disconnect, where there's a discounting. It's not every day. You can't be perfect every day. Even Zig had off days. If we had Tom Ziegler with us today, I'd ask him that question and he would say, absolutely. Dad had days that were discouraged. He was discouraged. He was unproductive. He was unfocused. He wasn't, he wasn't superhuman. I'm going to keep coming back to that. Um, he wasn't perfect. You and I don't have to be. But to average out the days, who are you being? Who am I being? What do you want to be? Treat most days with the focus you have on the day before vacation, and you'll end up with far more time and money to take more frequent and grander vacations. Well, one of the last pieces here, Zig gives focus to taking responsibility and making commitments. I love the analogy he gives here. He says, when you are committed, when you're committed and when you then hit the wall, which you will, and listen to him on that, you will, your first thought is, how do I solve this? If you haven't made the commitment, your first thought is, how do I get out of this deal? Folks, in my many, many years of helping people pursue self-employment and business, that one concept is paramount. In regards to who succeeded, it wasn't the best business plan, the most money to invest, the most charismatic leader, the perfect circumstances. The success came to those who were committed to making it happen and who overcame, overcame and and persevered and got over the obstacles. Those are the ones because the obstacles, again, they are going to come. And it's not just about never, 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 never quit. There may be a direction that you're going that you do need to quit. So you find another direction. You find a way to as Zig said, how do I solve this? And it may be quitting how you're doing it and doing it in a different way, coming at it from a different angle, Re-parad- reparadimming. Is that a word? Reparadimming it, um, getting counsel uh, and and being open. Being open. I think one of my worst tendencies is to hold on too tightly. So that who was it? It was it uh, uh, that said, um, you know, never, 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 never quit. Well, n- never quit the objective, but yes, you may need to quit the path that you're on that you think is the way to achieve it. That I've learned and have scars to prove. And I see that time and time again with people in self-employment and in other areas as well. It's how do I solve this, but staying committed to it, it without that commitment, we fail. Zig says having a game plan is moving decisively and purposely purposefully toward your next objective and he says when passion is born that's when performance takes monumental leaps forward folks i'm going to end the show right on there when passion is born that's when performance takes monumental leaps forward so passion look at that word we're talking about when your belief is born when your faith is born when your vision for something is born your vision for more when those seeds are recognized that's when performance takes monumental leaps forward. So again, I know I harp on this a lot. I am such a fan of all the great information out there, but we consume it and we consume it and we consume it. And so many people do that and they never move forward because that passion, that belief, that commitment, that faith, that vision is not yet born. Folks, if you don't have that, that is where you need to focus. And I will shamelessly pull you back to Ziggler. That is what that's why Ziggler is where it is today. That's why Ziggler today, as I record this on Tuesday, January 26, 2016, at 3 o'clock mountain time at 9,000 feet up high in the Rockies. Over two and a half years since Zig Ziggler passed away, and this podcast is going through the roof. We just pa- I think we're close to four and a half million likes on Facebook, the Instagram, Ziggler, uh, it's the Zig Ziggler on Instagram is uh that I started myself. I said, "Hey, we need a Z- we need we need an Instagram page." And I started it. Uh I don't know if it's even been a year, and I think there are over now 150,000 uh uh followers on Instagram. Twitter is is huge. Why is that happening? Because Ziggler is about helping you birth that necessary absolutely monumental, fundamental passion, faith, belief, commitment, vision that you need. To get your performance leaping forward so that you can take advantage of the wealth of information and opportunity that we all have. I need it more than anyone folks. I need it most. Thank you for letting me be on this journey with you. Thanks for listening to the Ziegler show. Can't wait to be back with you in the next one. We have a lot of entrepreneurs in the What Drives You audience, so I've got a podcast for you, The Side Hustle Show with host Nick Loper. Nick showcases how you can make extra money through stories and ideas of regular people who made it happen, and that's what I appreciate about the show. We so often hear about the unicorn ideas, and we don't hear the regular stories of regular people doing fairly regular things, like Shelly, who started a travel blog in 2020 and now brings in 50000 bucks a month, or Lenny, who started renting out mobility scooters makes 3 grand a month. You'll hear stories of people reviewing Amazon products, washing windows, and you'll find inspiration from something that can work for you while you keep your day job. Check out The Side Hustle Show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app or at side sidehustlenation.com. You can actually answer a few short multiple choice questions at hustle.show and get a personalized playlist of the episodes that'll be most relevant to you. The Side Hustle Show.